Welcome to the Gold Circle, Australia's number one netball podcast. I'm your host, Nick Bleaker, and with me as always is Luke Top. Hey. How you doing, buddy? Um, sore. sore. I was going to tell you, my knee is really sore from last from night. From last night? Because that dude hit me a few times. Uh, the centre? Yes. Yes. The aggressive Well, it center. was more so he was getting under my feet and, like, causing me to land funny. Oh, God. The... The mm. team that we played last night in social, just to give you a bit of a social, social, ne- social netball, social, social netball, which no socialism existed in that game. Bottom of the division, social netball. Just let me know to point that one out. Just the social netball chronicles before we get into the episode today. We played a team last night, which we beat. Feels pretty good because because they were super league they, players. They was, some of them were super league players. Um, but I don't think I've ever seen two players bark at each other like their centre and their goal attack. Yes. <laughs> like they were screaming at fabulous. each other on the court. And it was... I got to the point where I just like turned around and lo- I looked at my defender and I was like, these guys need to chill. Like, then they're, they're, they're quietly, yelling at each other. Your defender was aggro too because yeah. he was inconvenienced. There's nothing worse than a, <laughs> than a gay inconvenience. It's just like, holy shit. This well, is the end of the world. He was um very aggressive. He well, I was gonna say he hit me in the ribs, but he did. He was, it was sassy the AF. Yeah, he was. Yeah. Um, you also hit him in the head with the ball. Yeah, which is excellent. <laughs> that was pretty fun. I really enjoyed it. it was that fun. was a highlight yeah. for me. Um, but yeah, that was a fun, that was a fun game. We played hard for that one, so I'm, I'm glad we got that win. Yeah, feels feels really good. Anyway, and um, our ball. connections were solid. I was playing wing attack, yeah, which I haven't done for ages because I've been playing goalkeeper. <laughs> Yeah. But because I'm the shortest at 185 centimeters, <laughs> yeah, that's right. We've got the shortest, <laughs> the shortest guy on the team actually playing our defensive role. So thanks, Luke. You're doing great. Yeah, yeah. Mm. <laughs> he does. He fucking hates it. Yeah. Let's get into the episode. We have a lot of news this Ooh, week. Oh yes. Um. So what we're going to do is we're going to go through the news first, and then we're going to get into the games. Good idea. Uh, so where do we want to start? Um, let's start with the Thunderbirds. Um, they've got a replacement player for Beth Cobden, who is out for the season. Yes. Um, in Shadeen Vandermeer. Yep. From South Africa. Uh, which is which she's pretty get. good. Yeah. It's yeah. Great. Um, very she's surprising. Uh, a lot of people, um, this week especially, we've get, we've gotten a lot of teams starting to poach from different leagues that have, have finished for the season, mainly New Zealand. Um, and for the Thunderbirds, uh, <clears throat> excuse me, this is a great get. Um, having Beth Cobden go down, obviously, is, is pretty sad, um, especially with that sort of significant injury. Yeah. But, I think it was yeah. Seb Costello who made the awkward comment. Uh, at the broadcast. Oh, that's what he did they too. Didn't, oh, the, and they didn't even need Beth Cobden, and yeah, you're just like, just like awkward. Yeah, awkward. Still fresh, bro. Still fresh. <laughs> um, but yeah. So Shadine Vanderbilt. Uh, do you know much about? I know, like, I've got, I've had limited vision of her. I remember her being pretty good. I mean, mm. um, I think um, Carla sort of helped her. She was pretty good at com games. Yeah. If I remember, like that defensive unit was pretty solid. Mm. Um, I remember her being like gritty, like she's quite Most of the physical. Are, yeah. Especially um, these days. She hasn't got the length of Carla, but yeah. um, I think, yeah, I think this is good. I think she's only going to get better being in the league and stuff. Yeah. I was going to say, like, especially having the experience now in Super Netball. Um, yeah being with those sort of players again this is just it's really good for South Africa for one because they're obviously getting experience with the best players in the world but two also it's just great experience for Vandermeer and it also gets to she can show off her skills to when she becomes a free agent um, yeah absolutely need that sort of replacement player on the defensive end so yeah great get for the Thunderbirds I'm really excited to see how she plays yep um, alright we're going to move on to Shimona Nelson out for the Sunshine Girls uh, with an injury management um, 
Now, I do have the... There's a specific reason, which I wanted to discuss really quickly. Um, so, she's still technically playing for the Magpies. Yep. Um, but uh, Eric George is reporting that the issue is apparently wear on her knee, the patella tendon. So, the club is managing her workload to help recovery. Now... Um, the patella tendon, for those of you that... I'm not a Ooh, doctor. here we go. Well, the thing is, my experience is because um, Oklahoma City, I've mismanaged Andre Robertson's patella tendon. So, yes. this is a really important injury for the club to manage for the Magpies. Because if you don't manage it properly, it brings long-term issues and also could potentially ruin a career. Um, so, with, this patella, with the patella tendon the magpies need to be really cautious here. And I imagine they probably are. So they've probably recommended to the Jamaican netball team that Nelson is rested and that she's given the opportunity to basically get her knee right, if that makes sense. So I'm not a medical expert, but just from my experience being so invested in watching Oklahoma City play and them mismanaging a patella tendon injury, um, it can be very dangerous for a player's career. Uh, but if it's managed correctly, it's totally fine. So this is something that, like, if you're a Magpies fan, if the Magpies manage this and she does have the rest that she needs, I think she's absolutely fine. But I think it's really good of the Magpies to notice that, ma- like, to, to notice that sort of injury and then try to manage it. And, I mean, props to Nelson for also basically going... I'm going to have to step down from, well, it's been, from the World Cup. I noticed it had been trapped for a few weeks. Yeah, I was going to say, yeah, that was yeah. one of the things they spoke about it on the broadcast as well, I'm pretty sure as well. So Yeah. Um, yeah, so she's out for the World Cup. Um, we don't have any sort of future news in terms of where she's at with the Magpies moving forward. So fingers crossed that it's not that significant, but managing that injury is super important because if they don't, it could potentially ruin um, her athleticism for one, um, but also... Could, can cause long-term damage to that particular part of the knee. So, yeah. That's awesome knowledge. Yeah. Boom. Yeah. Thank you very much, um, okay, OKC, for um, mismanaging Andre Robertson. Anyway, we're going to move on to <laughs> um, some recent news as well, actually. I do have this um, in my Nepal app. Um, Kimi Oropoi being picked up by the Collingwood um, earlier today. So Love we're recording it. this on Tuesday afternoon. So Kimi Oropoi, um, she's basically coming in to replace uh, Maddie Brown. Um, she's only 21 years old. She had a de- debut season uh, last year with the Tactics. And obviously, because the season's over, um, Magpies have, have poached her, um, rightly so. Uh, from what I remember seeing her when she was part of um, the Fast... I think she was part of the New Zealand Fast Five team. Um, she's incredibly fast. Um, yeah. And re- she's one of the- She's a very agile player on the court. So, yeah. um, very curious to see how she plays in this particular system. And again, it's really good seeing some of the Ferns um, and the development ferns coming over and getting a taste of the of the game over here as well. Considering yeah. now that their season is pretty is over, um, I think the tactic season's over anyway. Um, yeah, could get by, by the Magpies again. It's the same as Vandermeer. I'm really excited to see how she fits into the Magpies scheme of things, even if it's just as a backup player <clears throat> to yeah. get get a run on occasion. So yeah, no, it's good. Um, well, fucking hell, we got so much news. Um, also. Um, we also have one more bit of news that came out uh, yesterday. Um, it's not actually fully announced, and it has been. We Was it Michael Hutchinson? Yeah, Michael Hutchinson. Yeah, so, so he's he the w- stats guy for Super Netball. Oh. Yes, he used to manage Netball Scoop, so shout out to Michael. 
friend of the pod. I thought, yeah, I thought he was the dude from Netball Scoop, but yeah. he's also doing stats for SSN. Oh, he left Netball Scoop and now he's a stats for SSN, I'm pretty oh, sure. Oh, wow. Yeah. So, yeah, shout out to Michael, uh, friend of the pod, very supportive. Um, but, yeah, also picked up that uh, Lenny's Podgita has been listed on the Firebirds squad list. Boom. Now, we confirmed this when we posted it last night on the Facebook page. They have since removed it as of quarter past five on Tuesday afternoon. So yeah, um, it could have been a bit of a could have, it could have been a little premature. But it feels like if it's on the app, then there's probably well, it kind of makes coming. sense to me. Like Aiken's mm. injured. If do we know what the extent of her injury is? Because the five TBR, I thought issue. Oh Jesus! Yeah, I don't think it's gonna like be take fixed. her out of the World Cup. Oh, I'm not. I'm not sure. I I really don't know. Um, the Firebirds need all the plays they can get. <laughs> well, Michael was. He clarified that it was to uh, replace Tipper Dawn. Oh right, Tipper Dawn. Yeah, right. yeah. Podgita was. Had she? I don't think I've seen. I'd seen Tipper on any of the. No, so I don't know yeah. if she's injured. Maybe she's gone back um, into the NL. Which makes sure. me think that they're keeping Romelda. Um. But the other thing with Romelda is her being out could just be like actual rest for the World Cup. For the World like Cup. Jamaica said, look, if you want to play for us, you've got to be fully fit. Yep, yeah. And, and she's I think- just like, all right, I'm sore here and here and here. Yeah. I need to take a break. <laughs> yeah. Injury management, yeah. So, um, we haven't got anything confirmed by the Firebirds as of 5.15. No, um, but Tuesday, I would so. say what's interesting is the fact that that went through Twitter like crazy. Yeah. And the Firebirds said nothing. So, to me, that kind of confirms it because they yeah. could have come out and said look this is not true yeah well I, I think I feel like Firebirds PR is very good at um, contain well not sorry not containing but very much just addressing things when they want to address it yeah that that's sense. true which is I think it's a good PR strategy sometimes sometimes it doesn't like the Lightning like when they were announcing their squad this year were playing with their fans a little bit which was a good bit of fun but also I think like the Firebirds very much have a very Spursian um, control of their their media releases and stuff. So yeah, yeah. We'll um we'll wait to see what that. But I think that that'll be a really fun get for the Firebirds. Oh yeah, especially need it. Um, Tippet and Podgita, boom. Yeah, Ugh. yeah. Podgita's coming to her own, especially she really has, especially playing over um <clears throat> over in New Zealand as well. Having them the reps over there is really. And I good. think, no offense to um the ANZ Premiership, but I think the other problem you kind of have is. It, she almost becomes she outgrows the league yeah exactly and, and that's the thing the more they play in the World Cup those representative things are playing against the best they get the reps in the Super Netball or Vitality or whatever you really can outgrow the league and the thing is with like players like Pogita they're not limited to having to play in the ANZ Prems yeah. um, in order to get a, a look elsewhere and still get the reps they can play wherever the hell they like because the, the, the system for the Proteus by from what I understand is they um, you can play wherever you like <laughs> yeah. as is proven by you know the Sunshine Coast Lightning who have half the squad on their team anyway so yeah um, yeah and the other one is um, this probably feeds into our games but we'll, we'll run with it as well as Malia Cassidy um, looking to have a pretty serious knee injury yeah. um, nothing confirmed on the Firebirds uh. but the way she reacted um, when she went down to um on the court and during the um the Adelaide game uh, speaks to me that she knew pretty much what had happened. So yeah, and um, we want to send our best wishes to Malia, um, and obviously speedy recovery. I think it's the second time. This is the second occurrence that she's had. With yeah, she yeah. had it just before the season started. That's right, two years ago. Two I years think? ago. That's yeah, right. yeah, and they so. brought in um, 
the South African Aaron Burger. Yes. Yeah. That's um yeah, so it's really rough. Um I mean, you know, we wish all the best to, to Marley. We haven't got it confirmed, but by the way she went down and how she was reacting, it just yeah, it didn't look good. I I just I can't Yeah, she was I on crutches after the game. So, and that's the thing, yeah. it's two weeks in a row with ACLs. Like yeah. Jesus. Um yeah, obviously sending our best wishes to you, Malia. But um yeah. Is there any other news? I think that's it actually. Yeah, no, that's all I can cool. remember. All right, we're gonna move on to the games for last week. So I'm gonna bring up the fixtures because um they're not loading properly like they never do. So we're going to start with the Magpies and the Fever. The Fever getting their first win of the season, 63-61. to 61. Luke, how are you feeling? Um, I'm very glad that the Fever got their win. <laughs> dramatic pause. Um, <laughs> I love your dramatic pauses. Yeah, look. Um, yeah, I thought Courtney Bruce, amazing. Considering she's been out yeah. for so long... Um, well, not really that long. Yeah. What, like three weeks, two weeks. Um, Felt like she was out there to prove. <laughs> oh, yeah. She yeah. was... I, yeah. I feel like um, Lisa Alexander gave her a phone call during the week and said, look, pull your arm out of the sling. I have to... If you want to make the team, you've got to put a, like, put a show on. Yeah, basically. absolutely. Yeah. And I think she just went out and put a fucking show on. Yeah. Um, I think for me, she was a difference maker because she started to really confuse the attacking circle. Um, for the Magpies, and yeah. um, she put the pressure on Shimo um, Nelson. Um, I thought she was the physicality Bruce brings. Like for the last few weeks, I've sort of forgotten how physical she is. Yeah. Um, and yeah, I think she really struggled because Bruce. Look, Bruce. Over the years, I think we've talked about this over the years. Like when she was very green and relatively sort of newish, that was the biggest thing preventing her from getting into the diamonds and getting that starting goalkeeper position yeah. was how physical she was. Yeah. Now it's almost like she knows how to control the game physically, mm. and she pushes the envelope. And if the refs don't respond, then she pushes it another step. Yeah. And if they don't respond, she pushes another. And then if the whistle blows, she pulls it back. She's really good at gauging that now. That. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. And I just thought she bullied her a lot, um, especially off the ball. Yeah. Um, there's a lot of shit going on. Um, yeah. <laughs> yeah. It felt really chippy. Yeah. It yeah. was. Oh, it was a yeah. massively chippy game. Um, yeah. So I think. Um, yeah, she was the bright spark. I thought uh, Verity Charles as well for me. Yeah. Um, having a killer season. I think, honestly, it's amazing how she hasn't got strapping on that knee and how much freer she is. Um, I don't want to jinx her. Uh, touch wood. <laughs> yeah. Um, but, yeah, she 100% is running heaps better. Um, yeah, I felt like... She's really sort of brought the team together in that respect. Yeah, I really liked what I saw from um, Stanton and Collier as well. Oh, Stanton as mm. well. Yeah, yeah, holy crap. She's, um, she's really started to settle into that, I think. That front cut. Yep. It's just front cut city. Yeah. And yeah. Collier has been relatively quiet the last couple of weeks. And I think both Kelsey Brown and, and Ingrid Collier had really good attacking games. Uh, both of them shared pretty pretty well-balanced center pass receives and feeds and all Especially that sort of stuff. Especially with Brazel on them. They mm. did really well. Yeah, um, which is interesting because Brazel... There was, I think Brazel had a couple of moments where she did really... I think her and Mental were pretty key to keeping the Magpies in the game towards the end. Yeah. And um, obviously just a couple of errant turnovers. And I think there was just... I feel like the the Magpies kind of shifted up up and down the court rather than through the middle. And I think yeah. the, the Fever's defense was 
incredibly solid and obviously having see Bruce back is has been um a huge a huge get that massive pass wind up I love that yeah yeah um and also I think um uh, Stacey Francis was giving Medhurst fits for a little bit there too yeah um I think because Francis is so agile and quick I think she was just keeping on Medhurst incredibly well I mean, I mean saying like Medhurst shot 17 out of 21 like that's not too bad at all but I mean considering like Nelson 44 from 51 yeah I don't know I just feel like yeah there were a few times where Nelson um, sort of choked a bit yeah on the yeah. shot she had some easy ones that she missed yeah and I mean with her we, we talk about Nelson and her age I think that's just one of those things that she just gets better over time well I think the other thing um, that Rob Wright was talking about is Nelson was getting pushed She's getting pushed out. There's a lot of shots that were sort of mid-range, not close. Yep. Um, and Bruce was just physically moving her out um, and not letting her have that space. Yeah. It was just, yeah, really good. <laughs> yeah. Um, and other than that, I think they bought Matilda Garrett on for a little spell, which I think, I'm not sure if I'm fine with that interchange. I feel like there was a, that was kind of a momentum shift because... Uh, yeah, I, I think, was unsure about that. I think Garrett gave away s- seven contact calls. Um, and then I think Rob Wright was like, "Oh no, we need um, we need Brandley back in." And I think that interchange may have swung the game towards the fever. Yeah, no, no discount to Matilda Garrett and her skill, and she's still young and all that sort of stuff. But at that stage of the game, I thought it was a really and weird this is the first game she's got back. So mm. oh, that's right, yeah, because she's been out with injury. Yeah, um, uh, getting back to Stan, mm. I think, um, yeah, the position's hers. Yeah, I I don't think there's any doubt about it now. I yep. think to bring Alice Teague Neald in would be silly. I, I I still think fitness wise, um, she's got like she's got a long time to sort of wear that in for the season. Yeah, especially the break over World Cup. Mm. Um, yeah, if she can, if she can really sort of work out that speed um, over the four quarters. Um, yeah, hats off to her yeah. because at the start of the season, I did not see her moving I, into this role at all. But to be fair, I don't think a lot of the Fever fans are, are fans either. or either or are fans of her, but also didn't really believe that she would be able to assume the role that Medhurst had over the, yeah. over the years. She was ice cold this game. She was. Yeah, she got that ball, yep. took the cut, got the ball and just sunk it yeah and was not even just like uh-huh yeah and i think they brought it up in the broadcast as well um stanton does struggle with keeping up with 60 minutes of full gameplay and i yeah. think if that she can like you said if she can hone that into that i think she, that's just exactly become what a little want. bit more athletic i yeah, really think yeah. that's it yeah i think also um the getting the right balance between fowler and her started to look it looks more comfortable in there now you know that um, when they were playing the Lightning a few weeks ago, there was that lack of trust and we were just sitting there sort of speechless at how the Lightning were able to put 80 points on them and then keep them to 50. Yeah. Um, just the lack of trust that the attacking end had. She's feels passing so much different in a now. lot better, yeah. Mm, absolutely, yeah. I think her passes to, to Fowler are a little bit more balanced. It feels like that they've practiced a ton as well, especially in practice because it's like they're going... A couple of Stanton's passes were a little bit too close to to Fowler's body, so she can't get the hold and stretch and grab the ball. Yeah. So agile and really smart defenders like Mentor are able to just grab that or at least intercept it and make a play for it. So yeah, no nah, props to the Fever for getting their first win. Um, they the Magpies actually won. Actually, no, they sorry, hang on. second quarter. Yeah, 
they've won the second quarter, but they've actually tied the last two. So yeah, that uh, put, puts the fever back on the board, which is great. Uh, we're going to move on to the Lightning defeating the Giants 72-61 to 61 in um, a... A game that Third the, quarter fire burner. What the hell happened? Um, the Giants should have won this. Uh, this is pretty disappointing. I, the Giants looked really good for two quarters. And then the Lightning came out in the third quarter, defeated them 25-14 to 14 in the third. Um, I wonder, yeah, how happy were you with the umpiring? Um... I th- to be honest, I think they actually umpired perfectly. No, I'm just joking. Uh, I, I feel like, um, to me, when I was watching the Lightning, I thought that initially having uh, Mawini, like, I think Mawini had like tw- like she- 15 contact calls in the first quarter. And I was like, okay, so she's a Pretorius, <laughs> like young Pretorius before she basically yeah, yeah, got yeah. out of the game. Um, and then I saw how aggressive Pretorius was being over the course of the game. And I was like, I think the umpires are kind of letting a lot slide. Yeah, well, I think it's all-star calls. I think we've talked about yeah, this. Yeah. yeah. Um, the thing is, the Giants, to me, in that third quarter, they re- they reverted back to the Giants of the last couple of weeks where there's no cohesion on the attacking end. Pretorius is just like, okay, get in my backpack again, and I'm going to carry y'all because she's just, honestly, the, my she's just oh, the best defender in the in the competition right now. <laughs> You have we to should, agree. She we, sh- we need to get merch out that's like... <laughs> Notorious Pretorious. Yes. We're in a backpack. In the back. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> get in my backpack. Let's go. We should just send that to her. Let's just... We should. We yeah, should actually. Just get it made. We'll just send it to the Lightning. But yeah, I mean, the thing is, the Lightning's mid-court, like Sherry and Langman just ran, ran them ragged. And I think JLP struggled a bit. She got, a, she got really frustrated physical rather than... You know, and then Kim Green. There was a couple of moments where she just stopped and like threw her hands up in the air, and it's like, nah, not now's not the time. Yeah, and she I'm, also has some really bad passes. Yes. Um, and I, yeah, I think it's it's difficult because I think yeah, when when she sort of doesn't have a great game, it tends to be someone else's fault. Yeah, and if you look at Langman's net points, she got a hundred and two. She topped the game, yeah. which is incredible for a center, considering most of the net points tend to favor attack and defenders yes um the fact that she was able to to get two intercepts well what else we got she's like five gains this is just an absurd an absurd stat line for her and i think for her she controlled the game so beautifully and i think there was a moment with the switch where (laughs) so sorry i I just realized now i know why i struggle to remember this game Uh, (laughs) like the details so I was playing a drinking game. So every time Annie Sargent <laughs> said Jamie Lee Price, it was drink. Why? Because uh, she said Jamie Lee Price like three hundred thousand times. I didn't even know. And that. my husband was how very confused. You, how dare you besmirch Annie Sargent's name? No, because he was very confused. He's like, yeah, because I was like bottled down. <laughs> what were you drinking? Um, oh, just white wine. Just, just a, sad oh, just I'm a, cheap. <laughs> yeah, just a cheap white. <laughs> cheap white. Um, I'm pretty easily made happy, but. Uh, <laughs> Yeah, now I know. okay, now I remember. Sorry, I was literally sitting here going like, oh, I don't, I don't really remember that much. But um, yeah, no, Jamie Lee Price. Can I just say, there's um, Kath Cox put Jamie Lee Price in as her starting center for the Diamonds for World Cup. Um, Not sure about that. 
and Annie Sargent was raving and my friends I was live tweeting as well which is a little bit scary um Whilst drinking and playing the drink game. Oh, um, God. I didn't know this. <laughs> I don't use Twitter as much anymore. I, can I just say, th- this is how embar- This is very embarrassing, and it just shows how technically unsavvy I am. Um, my husband worked in IT for 10 years, and literally any IT knowledge I had is just gone because yep. I just hand it to it's him his. and go fix it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> but my tweets were uh, for the last, like, five years have been protected. Did you not know that? No. I had no idea. Dude. So, like, no one saw them. So, I'd be like, hey, man, what's up? And, like, not. Mm-mm. Yeah. I. That's why I was like, oh, you just locked them for whatever reason. You just don't want to. Yeah, they're all locked. And so, I was like, oh, I should just unlock all this. Because I was, like, throwing shade on players, like, tweeting. And then, like, all these lovely people were like, yeah, yeah, totally, man. And I was like, oh. Yes, so it was quite hilarious. Sorry, Um, Joe Harton. Nine turnovers, and see a lot of people on Twitter were saying that Seabass should have come off and she should have stayed on. Agreed. I think even despite nine turnovers, I liked more what I saw of Joe Harton than I saw from Seabass. Well, the other thing is, is they were talking about is Austin is like hoping that she makes the World Cup squad. What do you, what do you mean? Like As there was an she, article about how she feels like she should make the World Cup squad because she's put the work in. But you were talking about a few weeks ago that she should be in the World Cup squad. Are you denying that now? Are you backtracking? <laughs> like, what's the? Um, I I was sort of saying that she might get an opportunity because of the work she's done with Seabass. I won't backtrack on that now. But yeah, I kind of I don't know. They were like talking about it, and I was like, oh, that okay. you that she should be. Like, as in, like, starting goal attack right, and, right. like, playing for them. Okay. I don't think you could put Tippett below her or That's would. absurd. That's absurd. Yeah. Would Tippett before anyone else. Yeah. But also, I remember you saying that you <laughs> would have Austin over Wood a few weeks ago. Did I? Yes, you did. Oh. I think... Not I'm, now. No, okay. but to be fair, to be fair... Steph Wood's would, form was trash. Yes. Yeah. She was. She shot sixty. I think sixty percent, and then seventy three, and then this week eighty eight. Yeah. So to be fair, now one hundred percent. Just put the leg work in. Here I am trashing myself. Look, that's good. No, that's I okay. can take that's the criticism. No, that's okay. No, we. we I was can. wrong. We're good. We're good. We're good. Um, I just yeah. I read the article where she's. I think I think we posted it. Um, like a link to it. But yeah, I was kind of reading it. And I was like. Mm. <laughs> Not sure. Not sure. But I think they really need to make a decision on what the hell they're doing. Yeah. We, again, I think for me... Because um, to be fair to her, I thought she came on and she was actually pretty good. Well, I mean, I don't know. I feel like I just don't like this Giants team like as a whole. Like the chemistry. Yeah. I whereas, feel like there's really good players, but the chemistry is kind of yeah, a bit funk. reminds me a little bit of the Magpies, like... Oh, uh, yeah. That sort of era where it was like, not super, st- like, sorry, superstars, a lot of rep players, but just nothing cohesive on the court. To me, it feels like Julie Fitzgerald maybe struggling to find the right... Do we wonder, though, do we wonder, though, if this is maybe, oh, no, I guess Seabass signed on for three years, didn't she? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I, I don't know. I, for, uh, I can't. Uh, I can't figure out this Giants team. And for me, at the end of the day, when I watch them play, I'm like, I don't like how you guys are playing. It's not. 
entertaining. It's not something that I'm like, oh yeah, that's such beautiful. Can we talk about the defensive end as well? Yeah, yeah, because I think Pullman and Manu aren't doing anything for me. Uh, I don't mind Manu, but I think Pullman just gives away way too much. She's, I think she's a little bit too aggressive now. Yes. Because um, everyone was ragging shit on Hinchcliffe uh, for being OTT aggressive. And I was like... We'll get to that. We'll get to that. But I was also <laughs> like, Giants offenders, are you serious? Like, not to that level, but they are really, really pushing the envelope. For me, I like Manua's ability to hunt. Yes. And read the play. And to be fair, she has transitioned. Like, she played mm. for the Magic when she was goalkeeper. Um, and she has, I think, transitioned into goal defense quite well. Yeah, I, I, I agree. I just feel like I'm I just, I'm just, not too crash on Pullman right now. And I have been in the past. No, but she's, just she's a bit aggro. A little bit all over the place. A little bit too giving away too, like giving away penalties. I also think Moeni was a big factor in the Lightning sort of looking a little bit average in the first two quarters. Because she was just bleeding penalties. And that was that sort of aggressive defense that Pretorius had in her early days with the Lightning and that Nolene massaged out of her game. Yeah. Now is one of the reasons that Pretorius is so I do, I do. I think I did put this on Twitter where I felt like um, Seabass was kind of like knocking her about and it's just like contact goalkeeper and you're just like, really? Because <laughs> like Seabass gets superstar calls. Like, yeah, but that's she Seabass really does. Weekend. Yeah. <laughs> Well, she's like hip checking her, and I'm just she like, uh, I'd never forget. I think we've just spoken about it so many mm. times, but that Laura Geitz on her um, when we watched that game live, and she hip checked her, and Laura Geitz like flew across the stadium. <laughs> I remember there was just like the the booze were yeah. Fierce. We were just like, holy crap! Was that was that a Fever Firebirds game? Yes. Yeah. It, it was, was that long ago. Was, I th- was. I'm pretty sure that was the first time we went to the netball went together. To the netball. Yeah. yeah. I was like, damn. She just flew. Yeah. Like, yeah. Uh, anything else? Um, look, I thought Jamie Lee Price um, was good for the first two quarters on Langman. And I think that, you know, we had Hadley on Langman previously. It gives you a good matchup sort of, you know, if there is a gold medal game between New Zealand and Australia. Yeah, yeah for sure. Um, but... I don't know. Uh, yeah, I feel like she's too physical. I feel like yeah, if she could it's tone almost that like down. she's Bruce, like in her early <laughs> yeah, yeah yeah like yeah. if she can work that out and know the right time to be aggressive, I think it could work really well. I think like Hinchcliffe, and I'll get to that. I think both of them need a little bit more discipline in their game. Yes. And and that's and I think that's all they need. And then I think the effectiveness of their defense and attack. I feel like we're going to disagree with Hinchcliffe. We will because I can I'm sensing it right <laughs> now. Um but we'll get to that shortly. So we're going to move yep. on to the uh, Vixens and the Swifts. Uh the Swifts defeating the Vixens in with four quarters. Four quarter points as well. Yes. By 10 points, 60 to 50. Um the Swifts just looked Outrageous. Oh, ridiculous. Um, Paige Hadley, how would you feel about her getting the starting spot on the Diamonds? I would be okay with that. I think she should be. Look, uh, people are saying Ravi. No. But Sorry. I th- I would be upset for 
both of these centers for Hadley and Maloney. Yeah. If Maloney is not in that team, I'll be effing pissed. Well, we were talking, I think, I can't remember which squad it was, but we were saying that Maloney should have been picked and she was completely snubbed. Yeah, that was last year yeah. when uh, for the Com game. Com she games. got snubbed. Because yeah. remember, Vixens, I think they, they won. That's right. They got the, you know, where they win the... Like regular season, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, Um, yeah, they. She has been amazing in her connection with Liz Watson. That whole bizzo, like seriously. um, If she's not picked, I will be pissed. And I think Paige Hadley, she has previous experience with diamonds. She deserves that spot, in my opinion. Um, But it'll be really interesting. God, it. It's so hard. There's so many players that could go in there. Yeah, so they're announcing the squad on Thursday. Um, we probably won't do a podcast for it. We might, depending on how we feel. But um, I think Hadley in this game showed why she should be starting. I think this was yeah. a completely And to be fair game. to her, she had Langman last week and then this Malone. week. Yeah, she's going through Maloney, the gauntlet right like, now. Yeah. She's going through the gauntlet of form testing and... Um, my eye test for me, she's playing such a controlled game. She's beautifully following the ball. She's managing the tempo of the Swifts. And I think she's, I don't know, for me, I just, I love watching. The, the Swifts are kind of like the antithesis of the Giants for me at watching a team. Because I watch the Swifts and I'm like, this is so good. Their chemistry is beautiful. Bryony Akel is coaching them like fiercely. The attacking end with Wallace and Houseby is Amazing, and we'll get to Houseby in a second because there's a funny little moment in the game. Um, but for me, the Vixens just they they got completely outplayed for the yeah. whole game. Um, I wasn't a fan. Of, like Caitlin Thwaites had eight turnovers, Tegan Phillips seven. Like that attacking end, like fifteen turnovers is just yeah. But to be fair though, like sometimes you just have a shit game. I, I, I mean, to me, yeah. it feels like the Swifts probably sorry the Vixens probably should have won at least two or three quarters, yeah. if not the game. Yeah. Um. I honestly, I think I tipped the Vixens to win this week. I think I did as well. Yeah. Or did so I say Swifts. I don't. Know. I don't know. But either way, mm-hmm. I feel like. I still feel like not a lot of people are putting enough respect on the Swifts right now. No. And but that pisses me off because they deserve and a ton of respect. They're Abby McCulloch sure. better get elevated for like one game. Yeah. They play like, I don't know, the Firebirds uh, before Podgita <laughs> joins or something. Uh, and Just um, walk onto the court. <coughs> yeah, absolutely. Um. The attacking end with uh, Clow, Turner as well. Again, those two looked absolutely fantastic. Maddox and Weston, a little bit yeah, skew if 15, cent- uh, 15 contacts for Weston. To be yeah. fair, though, there's a, there's, a, there's a heap of stuff going on. Like with World Cup selections, obviously, I personally think Lisa Alexander already told the players. Oh, maybe she didn't. Maybe she tells them after the game. But she probably told them, like, you've got to play well this week. Like, this is this is where you cement your spot. And I, I think that's a lot of pressure. I did. I think she was quoted on one of the games saying, like, this was the last weekend that selectors were going to be watching. So, this is obviously... Oh, of course. But naturally, this yeah. is the time to show. And obviously, Bruce has an amazing game. And, um, uh, yeah, I don't know. For me, like, Hadley bringing out just everything... For for me, Hadley, I think knew she, going out there that she was like, I should be selected as the starting, if not backup center for the Diamonds for sure, and she should be. If she's not, that's a joke. I will. I I 
99.9% sure that she's going to get selected. And if she doesn't, I don't know, it's based but, on reputation. Yeah, but like, look what Sorry, happened loyalty. with Ravi. Ravi. Like, Ravi stayed in the Diamonds well past her expiry. Yeah. Um, probably even she... I think I read some article about how she was excited to sort of rejuvenate her career and she feels like this season is really a good opportunity for her to get back yeah. to, like, growth and stuff, which is great. Um I don't know. I have this horrible, sick feeling that they're just going to do this wacko decision and it'll be all these people that everyone's going to be pissed about and it might not turn out great. Yeah. Because you know how they have this, like, form that... She has this bullshit argument about how, like, form isn't the main selector and that they have this crazy computer bizzo that, like, works out whether people work together well. No. Form should be the driving factor for selection for representative teams. Yeah. Not loyalty. Not... Like, like experience is important, but if Kim Rav is having an, an awful season, and she's actually not. She's having a good season. Yeah. But there are centres playing in the competition who are well and truly above her right now. Yeah. And it's Paige Hadley and it's Kate Maloney. So, I don't know. For me, the Vixens, this feels like a game that they should have won. But <gasps> the other yeah. thing people are saying is Thwaite starting with Gretel Tippett instead of Seabass. Um... Was that a was that a prediction that you saw? I feel like I was yeah. So, um, Kath Cox, she did her starting lineup. Oh right, she did too. Yeah, yeah. Um, I am absolutely fine with that. Actually, um, Seabass, I think, is still kind of going through the throes of recovery with her injury, and she just doesn't hasn't looked really all up to scratch for me. Um, and in saying that, I mean Thwaites again. I, I the thing is, it's like it's the best problem to have because you just need to choose who's the best and yeah. it's really hard to choose. Um, but I mean, based on form, Thwaites, for me, the Vixens are up there. They're consistent, obviously not this week, but um, Thwaites is the one that I would probably trust starting over Bassett, but that's just my sort of selection, I guess. Um, other than that, I mean, yeah, the Swifts look great. I love the little moment that um, Houseby had with the ump, I think in the fourth quarter where the ump just, she was like, time, Goal attack. I'm not interested. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That was good. I'm so blank. Oh, sorry, I don't mean to disrespect the umpire. I had the name in front of me, but I don't have it in front of me at the moment. Um, but that was... I was Wasn't it was great. the lady who... Michelle, had, I think it was. Michelle. Yes. And she had like... It was like her 100th game or some crap. Yeah, yeah, and yeah, yeah. I think Housby was just... She got called for contact and she was just complaining, put her arms up and then she just went... She's like, time, goal attack. I'm not interested. And I was just like... <laughs> yep. I love that. The thing is, it's like if you're going to chirp and the arm's not going to do anything about it, then just zip it. Yeah. But I mean, I mean, the credit to Housby, she really has grown into that player where she's able, to, she's got the confidence to try and lift the team. I and, do, yeah. I do worry though for the Roses that this is, it's a lot to pull together. If you know what I mean? Like, yeah. Harden's not playing, she's in a funk. She's, yeah. Funky feels system. like a funk. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Chelsea Pittman, other than this week, um, has had really patchy form. Yeah, I was going to say, Pittman had a, a really great game this week. Haythorne Thwaites injured, isn't she? I'm pretty sure still. Yes. Yes. Yeah, they haven't really, because she was supposed to be out for four weeks and now we're in round five. So, she, I guess she's expected back this week, but we've not heard anything from the Swiss. Yeah, so. and then Mentor, I feel like Mentor hasn't been as effective. I'm curious to see how her form carries over to that because I feel like she might thrive back in the Roses system. True. But I that I think that is a, a system thing. Mm. Um, 
but yeah, I don't know. We'll we'll see how it goes. Yeah. Um. Yeah. We'll, we'll probably do a World Cup episode where we make our selections and stuff. But yeah. All right. We're gonna move on to the final game of the round. Luke, we had a listener question. Oh. Yes. Yes. You wanna bring that one up for me? <laughs> oh, Luke and technology. Um, why do you do that? Scary. Uh, the Thunderbirds getting a four quarter win over the Firebirds, uh, fifty four to fifty one. Um, you know, as we discussed earlier, Marley Cassidy went out early with um a suspected ACL injury, which is incredibly upsetting. Um, and you know, I want to pass on my wishes, well wishes to her as well. Again, so um, Luke, what was that question? Um, so it's from Susanna. Um, hey guys, love the pod. Thanks. Um, <laughs> what do you guys think of Layla Gusgoth when the ball is coming down the court? When the Thunderbirds have a turnover, have gotten a turnover. I feel like she's uh, pretty poor at helping bring the ball down, um, and is key to the issues that the T Birds have in attack. Uh, just thought I'd raise it to see if you guys wanted to talk about it. Um, thank you very much for the uh, for the question. Mm. Um, thank you, and also thank you for listening because it means well. Um, I went back and watched the game earlier today, um, and I think Susanna's got a point. Yeah, well, I think I noticed it on the broadcast um, when I rewatched it because I, I mean, I haven't really been focusing on Doctor Doctor Gusketh for the last couple of weeks, but um, her, yeah, her help. Work is not great. She, she doesn't to, really move. No, she seems to. The one thing I noticed that she see, instead of drifting and moving the ball along the midcourt, she seems to drift up and down to the top and bottom of the court, and then just sort of stand there. And she wasn't really offering options to move the ball through. And I think that might be, a, a, like that might be a symptom of the midcourt struggles that the, the Thunderbirds have had over the last couple. Yeah, of weeks. I was just going to say. Yeah, I don't. I don't. I think it's she's just unsure of what her role is because. Yeah. Um, I think part of the problem, I think we addressed it um, with Falau kind of being in a similar position where she was kind of stagnating and then Pittman wasn't driving properly or yep. Pittman was pushing herself too hard and then getting a turnover. Um, yes. Yeah. So, I think she's just like, I don't know what's happening here. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no, like honestly, no, like that's, it's... I don't think that's a bad thing. It's like, no. I actually don't know what's going on. Yeah. Because yeah. I feel like Falau's very like, sit your pants. She'll yep. do what she wants. Yep. If that makes sense. Yeah. And rightly so. I mean, you know, she's a very skilled player, but um, yeah, I don't know. It's difficult. I did notice it. Yeah. Um, I, I, to be honest, I didn't. And then when I rewatched it, just literally watching her game, I was like, oh my God, all she's doing is drifting up and down the court. Yeah. And she's not offering the opportunity and I'm want like even last night we were playing I was guilty of that we had a couple of other guys from the center like coaching me on the side because I like being coached and they were like you need to drive to the ball and offer that second option to Luke so Luke doesn't have to sit there and like try and lob a pass to you yeah. that's going to get intercepted so exactly I think there's a couple of moments there where Gusketh isn't really offering that second chance opportunity to help drive the ball through the mid court she's just standing up and up and down the court which just doesn't help yeah and I think obviously is a huge issue for the for that mid court and moving the ball through there because to be fair the Firebirds in this game um, in that fourth quarter, had an excellent, excellent run defensively yeah. that almost bought them the game. Um, yeah. But just a couple of turnovers, I think. Well, they had like eight defense. balls in a row. I think they had eight goals yeah, in a row. Yeah, it was eight to two, I think. Sim- Simo was fantastic. Mm, absolutely. Um, but, I mean, for me, like, Tippett was terrific. She looks absolutely stunning. And poor me, foul. How great was that? <laughs> it was like, you know when you like, playing netball and you're like, oh, shit, we need to fill in. Can you like jump on? That's what it felt like. She was kind of just like, eh. I didn't even notice because she has a 
she got like a buzz cut and I, d- I yeah. honestly didn't recognize, like obviously I didn't recognize her and you were like, uh, Mia Fowl's on the court. I'm like, what? And yeah. then I turned, because I, I wasn't at home, so I put the broadcast on my phone and I was just like, oh my God, she's yeah, completely she's unrecognizable. Yeah, she's done the full, like, I don't know if it was like Shay for charity or something. Or, yeah. I know she's quite religious, so it could be that angle. Um, but I don't, I don't know. I was like, damn. Because when she first came on, I was like... Who is that? Is this, yeah. <laughs> she had a great game though. 18 from 22. I think there was a couple of moments where she was just sort of like, she had the yips. Well, she was bit. the shortest in the yeah. circle by a, a little bit. Yeah. Um, Sterling's like 14,000 times her size. Especially jumping too. Yeah, which is crazy. <laughs> um, look, I, I think it was, she did the best she could. I, f- I feel like this was like a throw together game a bit for the Firebirds. They yeah. were like, let's just get through this week. Uh, and I, I, it was really tough to see Cassidy go down. And then I felt really proud of seeing Rosie Janky manage that. Yeah, um, giving her a card all and all that yeah, sort of bizzo. She, you know, Rosie bought the team over, put them into a huddle, and I imagine probably said, okay, this is tough. This will hurt. You guys yeah, need to focus devo. on the game, and then she was really upset, and then it cuts to like that, and and you you don't see that, you don't see that, you do not yeah. see coaches consoling their players until after the game, and I think for me that sort of human moment between that I thought was I found it difficult to watch, um, but I also was just like, how lucky is this team to have Rosie as a coach? Obviously, Mali Cassidy's season's done. Um, but that moment there, I thought was was beautiful, and I'm, I'm and I think also helped a lot with the Firebirds and their rally in the fourth, where I think they basically came out and they were like, "We can do this." And I think Gabby Simpson stepped up; she always does. She's trying so hard to keep that side afloat, but the Firebirds are just injury central. Um, you know, they're basically just you know infirmary and hospital. So I want to talk about Hinchcliffe. Oh, um, yeah. She has some discipline issues in this game. I didn't like what I saw at all. Oh, yeah. She played way too aggressive and dangerous. Dangerous. Yeah. Oh. Have you seen like two or three possessions where she was coming in late? Yeah. Look. Uh, okay. What's your uh, What's your argument for for her being like disciplined? Um. <laughs> Because it sounds like I, I didn't like what I saw. I mean, to be fair, she did have a pretty solid game defensively. There's just I think, a couple of things where I'm sitting there going, if she really toned and had the discipline put into her game, she would be so effective. And she just I think gave the ball away a little too much. In Look, terms I, I think I'm contacts. I'm more than aware <laughs> that, um, like for example. Uh, Gaetzi. If Gaetzi wasn't the captain of the Diamonds, she would have copped so much more shit in her career (laughs) than she did. It is true. Like, there's the New South Wales and there's the Victorian netball element of Queensland are always rough. And whether that's a, like, origin situation or whatever. Um, Look, I I appreciate the Aaron Elbow from Medhurst. um, But in the same token, like, I feel like... um, that elbow like, wasn't intentional on Medhurst, though. No, but of course they're painting it out to be intentional. Um, yeah, I, f- I feel like... Look at Jamie Lee Price. Like, I, I feel like it's a little bit one-sided. Like, they're like, oh, yeah, she's a physical centre. It's like, no. She pops an elbow, like, 
Kim Green pushes people. Like, how is that okay? Intention is the intent is important here, I think. And I, I, I'm not saying Hinchcliffe's intention is to hurt or to do things, but I think there's just some things in her game, especially here, that were exemplified um, quite early on, where I think she upset Falau, which is pretty rare because Falau threw the ball at her. Like, you look at it on the broadcast and you go, and on the replay, it's like, yeah, it's clear that Falau's just like, okay. Don't fucking do that. Which I actually quite like. I yep. hope she did throw in a little bit more elbow to flower <laughs> just quietly. Yep. And, yep. yep. Um, Maybe but, hit the Bible on the way through. Um, <laughs> oh, my God. Um, but I think this is one of those things, like, I don't think Hinchcliffe's intent is to... No. Is, is, there's no malice intent. No, um, she seems like a very sweet girl from yeah, all the interviews. I just think this game, for me, I was just like, she's playing dangerously. There's like three possessions that I can recall where she came in late and bodied someone and I think bodies were flying a lot this game as well but for me I just Hinchcliffe just stood out for me as a player that I was like she needs to fix that discipline a little bit yeah (laughs) (laughs) um how (laughs) um no look I yeah Yeah. like I think it's all about timing um like look uh here I am comparing myself to an amazing person like people give me shit for being physical but I don't think I'm intentionally late hitting like I don't take people out no you don't and I think there is a difference yeah oh no there is there is like if you look at I think how JLP played this weekend there's a couple of positions where I'm like she's really trying well what was interesting is someone posted footage from a few years ago which I don't even know that this happened where um, Jamie Lee Price actually clenched her fist and like pretty much punched someone in the face how did you find that oh it was on Facebook someone put like the clip some like person had it like saved in their DVR (laughs) And was just like, boom, yeah, it's like you're whinging about film. that. Look at this, like... Because she actually, like, <laughs> looked at her and, like, physically, like, basically moved her fist into the chief's <laughs> face. Um, look, I, I just know that there's a, there's, there is, like, it's just real. Like, there is a state bias. Like, look at Kath Cox, yeah. Cox's selections for diamonds. Like, putting Jamie Lee Price in as the starting centre, like... It's there's allegiances, allegiances, alliances there um, based on that. But uh, look, uh, yeah, I mean, Rosalie's going to sort that shit out. She's young. I mean, that's the other thing. She's so young. Like it's also you know you come from A and L. In A and L, she might have got that ball, Mm. and then you go to a higher level, and you're like, oh, I need to pull out sooner. It's all about. You know, at the end of the day, I think it's all about learning those, yeah. those styles. And I think if Hinchcliffe does that, she's even more of an effective defender. Yeah. In my opinion, at least anyway. Um, I also want to shout out uh, Sasha Glasgow. She had a terrific game as well. Um, oh, yeah. Super physical. And she... I forgot how good she is at bodying people <laughs> on the rebound. Yeah. I will say this, though. She does kind of flop a bit. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so, Clemesha... Yeah, they went up for a rebound and Clemesha... Jumped straight up. Straight up, yeah. And she... And I think she did... To be fair, she put it on Instagram later and she's like, oh my God, I'm such a klutz. Because everyone was like, oh! Because yeah, yeah, yeah. she literally like slid across she the flyboard, across the, yeah, uh, floorboards. Right. And everyone's just like, holy crap. <laughs> and it's just like, no, like that's... You see it on the replay. They're literally jumping up together and she's just had the slightest contact and then just like flopped. Yeah. I Still... 
Oh, Clemesha. And Clemesha had a great game too. Well, can I just say, the other thing is, is I would actually say Clemesha, I find her more physical than Hinchcliffe. Yeah, I feel like both of them are Clemesha is definitely physical and she's definitely late on contesting like... Yeah. There was one on uh, Sasha, I think, that she had where I think she knocked her relatively late and then just put her arms up and was like, yep. But also, I think she didn't go to help her or anything like that. It was just like, yep, fucking contacted. Yeah. <laughs> Which is, I mean, that if you want to play that, those sort of mind games, that's totally cool. But yeah, I, I was going to, I do agree, like, Clemesh yeah. is still... I, I is, feel like, yeah. yeah, I just feel like this girl's young, um, you know, there's a lot of physical like this is this is the best league in the world there's a lot of physical people yeah you kind of have to accept it yeah you're gonna get an elbow in the face yeah it's gonna happen yeah there's okay. a professional league okay okay sure it's fine um and yeah i think that's it i don't really have much else to offer for this one i, I do want to fact check my uh, correct myself oh. firebirds did win quarter four i said four quarter win for the thunderbirds they only won three quarters i said four yes yeah okay. i goofed up my apologies everyone sorry I just like making sure How that dare you know, you? Right. Yeah, I'm an idiot. Um, Thank cool. you for being on my show today. <laughs> That's okay. Um, all right, we're going to go to our tips for round six, which is this weekend. Uh, we're going to start with the Lightning and the Vixens. Who you got? Uh, lightning. Uh, yeah, feeling the Lightning playing at USC Stadium, which looks really, really nice too, actually. They unveiled that this week as well. Boom. Um, yeah, the Lightning, I feel like the Vixens might be out to to claw back a win this will, uh, this will be a close game there's a, yeah. there's a, there's a look I think the Vixens will be hungry but yeah I feel like the Lightning oh my god can we just I feel like we we need to make this like a national emergency and just hire Nolene as like a development coach like because that's another thing we didn't really discuss is the news um, did we discuss the Silverphones news last week? As in the selections? Yeah. Uh, I don't think we discussed them. I'm pretty sure we just said that they had selected. Oh, okay. <gasps> no, they hadn't selected when we taped. Yeah, they okay. Were selecting on Thursday. Um, because, yeah, one of the articles was Nolene was basically like, I pretty much have to work out what I'm doing next season Yeesh. with the Lightning and the Ferns. And I was just like, can we just throw like a million dollars a year at her? Like, is that possible? Can we just like... Yeah. They're not going to use the climate change money anyway, let's be honest. Uh, <laughs> let's just like... As, Noel, please stay. <laughs> I mean, before we go on to the tips, my tip for Noel staying, I think she goes to the Ferns at the end of the year. Well, I mean, yeah, that's the most logical. That's I, For me, Nolene, but Nolene I did is a hungry coach. wonder if she's pissed off though. I did wonder that. I did wonder if she's just like, this is beyond my help. <laughs> no, but like, honestly, yeah, I did wonder that tough. because like, um, Alia Dunn not being selected fit, and yes. not being fit enough. I wonder if she's just like, what the fuck, guys? Mm. Like, yeah, I don't know. I'm not, I honestly am not sure. My feeling is that she's out, but I also said that at the end of last season because it felt yeah. like she got two in a row and she was going to go and focus on the ferns, but... I was also wrong there, so I don't know. But I have a sneaky suspicion that she will probably full-time focus in the, on the Ferns if they do well at the World Cup. Um, I actually, honestly, I think she's just going to focus on the Ferns full-time, to be honest. It's a job that she's wanted for so long, so... Yeah. Yeah. All right, we're going to move on to the Firebirds and the Fever. Who you got? Uh, Firebirds at home. 
They don't have Pogetti yet, do they? Not Because she's playing else. this weekend for New Zealand final, isn't she? Correct. Yeah, because um, the Steel are playing. Uh, yeah, Fever will win. Fever, Fever should. Yeah, Fever should win this um, pretty comfortably. Claremont you know? um, Fowler is rough. Yeah. Yeah, this feels like a. And Jenna's big not back win. yet. No. Yeah, no, she still has a finger injury. Dude, right. it's like fibers. This is like injury city. Yeah, I feel for him. Um, the Swifts and the Magpies. Uh, this is the Swifts to win. I cannot see them losing this. I'm going to say Magpies. Okay. Yeah. Spicy. Soz. Why? Um, Make it brief. Because I think Mentor is going to match up really well. Um, oh, yeah. True, true, true. And I feel feel like they're going to be pissed off that they lost. Yep. Um, and I think the Swifts are going to be worried about how they manage everyone since they page Hadley is going to be in the Diamonds. True. So, I think true. it'll be like a, she's finally made it. Now, how the hell do we work this out moving forward? Yeah, cool. Um, and the Giants and the Thunderbirds. Um, this one's kind I'm of I'm going to say Thunderbirds. Um, I'll go devil. I'll, I'll go devil. Sterling on Seabass. That'll be fun. Uh, I'll go the Giants. I feel like the Giants playing at home. They generally play pretty well at Kudos. So I don't know. Again, Thunderbirds. Uh, I'm ready to go. Yeah. Bird me up. I feel like the Thunderbirds could realistically win this as well. So yeah, mm, yeah. Um, all right, that'll do us. I'll be praying on it. Oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> so like, I'm just gonna have to bleep you every single time you talk. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, uh, jeez. All right. Double Australia already hate us, so what's, what's that's new? Right. Yeah. That's what you get. Reputation for being bad boys. Um, <laughs> uh, anyway, that'll do us for this week. As always, you can get us on facebook.com forward slash the goal circle on Apple Podcasts and on Spotify. Um, if you get a chance, leave a review, five stars, four stars, whatever you like. Um, we do read them and we do like them. <laughs> Luke hates anything below five stars. Um, Hashtag me. <laughs> what? I don't know. Um, and if you have any uh, questions, you can message us on the Facebook page as well. Or if, uh, if Facebook's not your thing, you can email us thegoalcircle at gmail.com. Come and interact with us. Uh, we've been posting a lot, reposting news and stuff, and interacting with you guys. So, um, yeah, it's been great. Thanks, Luke. Party. Yeah. All right, that'll do us for this week, guys. Thanks so much for listening. Thank you. Thank you.